Welcome to the Wolf Whistle Podcast, the podcast which interviews and celebrates the former players of our great club. We've had this man on the podcast before who told his full story, Steve Daly, midfielder from the 70s, so many battles on the pitch, but he's recently battled a courageous one off it. Steve, how are you, mate? I'm good, Jason. I'm good, mate. How's yourself? Oh, listen, I'm, uh, well, listen, I'm good because... It's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Steve. Thank you. And back to you, Jace, as well, yeah. Well, thank you very much. What are you doing tonight, then? Well, uh, funny you should say that. So, me and my good friend, Neil Razorudic, are flying out to Thailand for work and pleasure. And we're out there for a week, and my missus is really unhappy. Fair play to her. She shows she should be. Yeah. You should feel so guilty. Oh, I am. So, I'm taking her out for lunch today. Uh, but she was really pleased that I was meeting you this morning as well. So, our Valentine's Day has been completely disrupted. <laughs> Um, but Steve, for you, um, so many battles on the pitch at Wolves, but recently, well, in the last sort of uh, 18 months, yeah, something, yeah. um, you have battled something. So, Steve, if you want to tell us uh, how you got diagnosed and, and the journey yeah. you went through, yeah, well, I, I um, my daughter Kerry, she works at uh, Bilbrook Medical Center, and uh, I, was, I was having a chat with her, and, and I said, Do you know, I'm pains in my back, Kerry, you know, and I, I, I'm, up, I'm up in the night going to the toilet two or three times, she went, I'll get you a, an appointment with the doctor, Yeah. and she got the appointment, and um, I went down to see the doctor, and he says, well, look, he says, I've had a look at you, I've examined you, I'd like you to go to the hospital and get checked over there, yeah. go and have blood tests. So I, uh, I went up to, to New Cross, uh, Lynn came with me and we got uh, Gemma's little lad in the car, Cody, and I went in and had it all, I, I had the, the, the test there, Jason, uh, and, and the one funny thing, I'm sat in the waiting room and I've got a mask on. Yeah. I've got, I've got a COVID mask on. I've heard you were better looking with a mask, Steve. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, we sat there, Lynn and myself, and she says, uh, there's a bloke over there who keeps looking at you. I says, he, he, he can't recognise me. And I've got a mask on. Them. How much did you owe him? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I says, I'll be there about 10.30, mate. Just. <laughs> and uh, I looked over and I said, all right, mate. And he went, I thought it was you, Steve. What are you doing here? I says, I've come for an examination, mate, you know, for prostate. And he went, you wouldn't get anything like that, you, mate. It don't get people like you. I said, mate, I am no different yeah. to anybody. It's got no precedent. It get if it gets doesn't it, discriminate. Get it. No, if you get it, you get it, and if you do get it, you've got to get on with getting treatment and yep. all that sort of stuff. And uh, the examination uh, at the hospital came back, and the the uh, the top nurse there called me in, uh, and she says, "Well, I may as well tell you, mate, you've got cancer." And it was just as cut and dried yep. as that. Yep, but I suppose they they say it so many times <clears throat> yes. a day. Jace, you yeah. know, so it becomes second nature to them. Yes. And uh, I'm sat there and uh, <clears throat> for what she said on what, what the other the other person said, the, the fella, what they said for half an hour, I, I just, I just, it didn't sink in. No. Just didn't sink in. And uh, Lynn's gone out to the car to, you know, with the kids and um, I, I'm coming down the car park and I, I, Jace, being honest, 
I don't mind saying that. When I come out of there, I, I was crying. Of course. I, well, I, was, I was in tears and uh, Linger out of the car and she said, um, have you got cancer? I said, yeah. Jeez. She said, uh, well, when, just keep it between us two in the car because you, we don't want to say it in front of the kids. Absolutely. And I said, uh, okay. And I'm on my way home. We're on his way home and uh, we, got, we got home and uh, she just put her arms around me and squeezed me and says, we'll beat it. Yeah. We'll, we'll beat it. What what were the symptoms, Steve? Because what's important is to hear Steve's story is that, look, I'm 47, 47 this year, so men, you, you know, predominantly the demographic of this is probably middle-aged men who listen to this podcast, if we can say that now, Steve, flipping neck, I don't want to upset or offend anyone. <laughs> so, guys, it's so important. If you do recognise any of these symptoms, don't be afraid to go to the doctor. Yes, you might have a flipping six-month waiting list to get in. Absolutely. But, but yeah. seriously, guys, don't... Don't hesitate to go to the doctor. So, what were the symptoms, Steve? I'd, I'd got backache, Chase. Uh, I, I, I was up in the night three or four times to go to the toilet. Yeah. Um, and, and and tiredness. Yeah. You know, I was I was tired all the time, and uh, when I when I when I said that to my daughter, she said, uh, "I'll get you an appointment." I said, "Don't for one minute." <coughs> People are struggling to get appointments, Kerry. Do not put me ahead of head of the queue. I'm yeah. the same as anybody else. Yeah. With this, so and I think it's probably it must have been two or three months before I got an appointment, and, I, and it all went from there, mate. And I got sent to the um, the hospital, uh, and I had the what the, what was it called the the, the PSI is it? Yeah, that that was to be fair, Jace. That that wasn't that wasn't too high. Um, right. It it was round about. Because the, the PSI for the listeners is the examination that, or the test that you have that um, almost, if your PSI is high, that gives you a higher chance of uh, mm. prostate cancer. Is that right, yes, Steve? that's right. Yeah. Yeah, the higher it is, the, the more yeah. the risk of having it. Um, and I went, I went in and I, I went for a biopsy. Yeah. And uh, the, two, the two nurses, uh, they were brilliant. Yeah. They were absolutely, two, two ladies, two brilliant ladies. And the... I'm, I'm sat on, I'm laid on the table, and all I've got on is a, like a cover. You know when they tie yeah, it at the back? Yeah, yeah. Tie it at the back? Yeah. And um, I'm so you're a bit exposed. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm laid there, and the one says, Mr. Daly? I said, uh, yes, yes, yeah. She went, where do I know that name from? Oh, God, here we go. And I said, uh, oh, I don't know. She says, I know, I know that name. Did you play football? I said, uh, some people might disagree with you. Yes, <laughs> yeah. She said, do you play for the Wolves? I said, yeah. And uh, this other nurse, she says, and it couldn't get any worse, Jase. She says, oh, my husband's a Manchester City fan. Right. Uh, <laughs> and that concludes the podcast, lad. <laughs> I says, oh, okay. Anyway, she said, uh, right. She said, um, we're going to give you the, you know, the, the examination, the biopsy. We're going to take 15 I said, you what? She says, we're going to take 15 biopsies. Right. And, and if anybody's had a biopsy, they know what this is. Right. And um, it, it seemed to take an age, mate, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, the, the lady started getting back onto football and she went, my husband go down to the, he goes down to the games, he'd have seen you play. I says, well, when you get home tonight, love, and you get in, say to your husband, 
Have you ever seen Steve Daly? And if he says yeah, just say, you've not seen as much as... And, uh, and they, were, they were brilliant. They, they put me at ease. You, and um, You've got to keep your sense of humour in these situations, you. Steve, because yeah. you, you obviously you are renowned as one of the best after-dinner speakers in the country. You have been for many years. Actually, me and you, we're going to be yes. doing a bit, aren't we, and getting you yes, back into are. it? Yes, we are. So Steve's obviously getting back into that, which is unbelievable news, all local gigs. But you've got to keep your sense of humour, Steve. Of course so, you will. Of course you will. So you as a player, played with a smile on your face. But equally, when you get put into this situation... If you just sit down and let it take over and be all negative about things, it's not oh, going to help the situation, yeah, yeah. is it? And, and to be honest with you, Jace, with the, the I've got uh, ten kids, three grandkids. Now you got uh, now you got three kids, ten grandkids, <laughs> and, uh, and a great grand, sorry, and a great grandkid. So I was I wasn't allowed to get into that situation. Of course, you wasn't. It wouldn't let you. No, the kids, the, they've all been brilliant. They've yeah, been really, really brilliant. Uh, and and uh, you know what I'm like, Jace. I've, I've, I've known you for years. Uh, I, I have to see the funny thing on everything. You do. You know. Um, and if I can do that, we was waiting in the waiting room and uh, this bloke said to all right, Steve, what are you doing here then? I said, uh, I've come to give him a quote for some new windows. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing here? I said, I'm here for the same reason as you. And that's when he says, um, nah, people like you don't get this. Well, and I said, mate, Come on, get into the real yeah. world here, mate. It can happen to anybody. We we spoke about this pre-interview. Um, I knew a guy years ago, I won't say his name, but he lived till his 80s, and he said to me, in his throughout his 40s, 50s, 60s, he said he'd have seven pints a night, he'd drink, he'd smoke 20 fags when there were fags, and then I think he never had a cold and then yeah. died in his sleep, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now, you've kept fit and healthy all your life, but really, yes, it does count for something, but Steve... When illnesses come, they don't discriminate. It can just happen, can't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. It can be anybody, Jace. And it was me. It was, uh, it's like Del Boy says to his, his uncle, Albert, it's your turn for the operation. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's, it, it, it is what it is. Yeah. You have to get on with it and, and, and fight it. And when, when I've come out and been said, we'll beat this. Don't so we, we, we spoke before the interview. For the listeners, a lot of them know I lost my, my second wife to breast cancer, age 33. Now, Steve, you was the first person to call me after she died, and I'll, I'll never, ever forget that. What I will say is, when we went uh, for the results, when we, we went to sit down and uh, they said, oh, do you mind if a trainee nurse gives the results? Now, at that point, Steve, I was like, flipping heck. You know, I, I put my guard down then. I thought, mm. trainee nurse is sitting there to give us the results. I thought, listen... You know, yeah, and I'm thinking I've got to get back to work and yeah. it's just business as usual. And then we got given the news, you've got breast cancer. So then we literally walked out the hospital. I told you this, I couldn't remember where we parked the car. Then we found the car eventually. And then our world's turned upside down. Then Lucy yeah. says to me, oh, we've got to tell my mum and dad. And I'm like, so we've gone to get the results yeah. business as usual I'm going to work we'd argue to put the bins out and do 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 fed the dog and you know usual stuff yeah, next thing you know and that was what the same for you so you literally you walk out of that hospital room you hadn't heard the last half an hour what the consultant was no, saying I to you Jace I had not got a clue mate what, he, what, he, what they said between them I, I, I just got out and I said well I, I've got to come back because I've got to have this done and I've, I've, um, I'll listen then but for what they were saying 
at that specific time when we were in there, it just went in one ear and it went straight out of the other. Of course and, it and, did. And what, you, what I did, I thought about my wife, I thought about my kids, yeah. my grandkids. And um, it, you, I think that's the first thing you do think about, mate. Of course it is. Your family. Yeah. And uh, Lynn, Lynn has been absolutely incredible. She's, she's been fantastic, mate. Yeah. And uh, never let me sort of sit on things and, 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 and dwell on them, you know what I mean? She's got, she's, you ain't got the time to. No, I've not. Yeah, it's, um, it is a busy life. And I'm, to be fair, mate, I'm glad I've got that. Yes. Because that keeps me occupied. Absolutely. And um, But what I will say is that I've, we've just spoken in the in the lounge there and um, saying about you, you, you probably, you get you get something like, uh, you know, a, a, an ache and a pain and this yep. and that and the other. And the, the first thing that you think about, which is, which is I think everybody would, I wonder if that's it coming back. Of course, of course, you know? of course. And and I've I've been to the uh, the doctors. He must get fed up of seeing me, Jace. Honestly, Dan he got there. fed up of seeing you at the Molyneux. I'm sure he yeah, does now. There's a lot of people got fed up of seeing me. <laughs> at the Molyneux. And, uh, but you, you you are genuinely going to worry. But you know you shouldn't think. Oh, I'm not going to go to the doctor. I'm going to ignore it because that's when it can become a real problem. Yeah, you, you, uh, Lynn, Lynn's the one that, that pushes me on, and she yeah. said. You've got a medical. You've got to go in and see him. Yeah, doesn't matter how many times. You go in and see him. Absolutely, it doesn't matter how many times you do it. If you if you think you've got something wrong, you see him. If you get an appointment, you go in and see him, and then we'll we'll talk it through and yeah, and, and then we'll 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 get the right treatment and whatever whatever we have to do to beat it, and we'll beat it. So you are looking well, Steve. I'm all right, mate. Yeah, I'm good. Because every time I say that to Terry Wharton, I stop saying it now. Bumped into Terry the one time. You're looking well. He went. You can, he said, don't say that in his <laughs> gruff accent because he says, every time we say to one of my mates that you're looking well, he said, the drop down dead. I said, Terry, to be fair, you are 150. He's <laughs> funny. We went into town for that, uh, that film. The, yes, the, yes, the, uh, yes. LA Wolves. The LA Wolves one, yeah. And it, well, it showed of, uh, Terry Ward, it showed him missing a penalty. Oh, yeah, the, the only one he probably ever missed. Yeah, he missed it. I, he said, I'm stood next to him and I said, all right, tell. He went, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, they keep playing this penalty thing back. He says, I've missed 24 times. <laughs> <laughs> he said, they keep playing it. And I'm saying, can we, can we get that penalty off? Yeah. And they just keep playing it. He said, I've missed, I missed that 24 times already tonight. Brilliant. Uh, but he's, he's a great lad, Terry. Great lad. Brilliant. And talking about great lads, uh, Sunday the 24th of March, ladies and gentlemen, 2024, Bar Sporting Canic. It's 50 years 50 years, Steve, since Wolves won the League Cup in 1974. Um, some of the players uh, be there that day. You can still get tickets from Bar Sport. John Richards, Kenny Hibbett, Gary Pearce, Phil Parks, Jeff Palmer, Derek Parkin, John McCall, Barry Powell, uh, Steve Kinden is going to be there as well. Maybe Toby Anderson, the, the former physio, Mike Bailey's son and grandson because Mike Bailey, sadly, poorly, and your good self, Steve Daly. That's going to be a great day, isn't it, Steve? Great, great afternoon, mate. Great afternoon. Great achievement uh, in 1974. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Yeah. I, I, I was in the squad, but I didn't get on. I, I, I was sat on the bench. Uh, not a sub, but I was sat on the bench. Yeah. It, what, 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 what was the reasons behind that, Steve, genuinely? Because... I um, I'd played in the... Um, the game uh, a week before, yeah, and we drew 
I think we drew nil nil or one one at Old Trafford, and I had a, a particularly good game. And uh, <laughs> don't you, I, I tell you, you was being resting for the final. I heard. <laughs> well, I thought of that. I thought he must be resting, me now. And uh, for, for, for pre season. <laughs> and he said, um, Bill McGarry, we 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 got a, a point at, at uh, Old Trafford and uh, on the coach because he was going down to London. Yeah. That after that game, yeah, to stay there for the week to the build up to the the, the cup final. And he, he called me over and he says, listen, I'm going to tell you now, so you're not thinking about it. This is Bill McGarry. He said, if Mike Bailey's fit, he'll play. Because you're only a young kid. Yeah. And you've got plenty of time to come back yeah. and play at Wembley. Yeah. And, uh, and, 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 and that's wrong, said, great. How wrong was it? 100% wrong. Blue being egg. I, I, I got back there for the Empire Pool at Wembley. <laughs> oh yeah, that's all right then. Yeah. The so you did get back there. The Daily Express five sides. Brilliant. But uh, yeah, I, I said I understood. Um, but then, a few years later, we we've gone to Scotland to play a uh, sorry Ireland to play to play a friendly. Yeah. And before the game, he says, "I'm going to play in the middle of the party tonight. So give yourself have a go at it. Have a go." Anyway, after the game, he said, you've saved me a lot of money. I said, oh, sorry? He says, you've saved me a lot of money. You'll take over from Mike Bailey. Wow. And, uh, mate, to be fair, I, I just felt 10 feet tall. Yeah. To take over from, from somebody like Mick, who, to me, Chase, as a captain... Yes. ...the greatest captain I've ever played under. Yeah. And he, he, it didn't matter if... He was having a dodgy game, a bit of a bad game, poor game. He would look after everybody on the pitch. Yes. It didn't matter. He'd keep having a go saying, come on, keep going, let's keep going, let's keep going. And if he was having, wasn't having a good game, he made sure that everybody else... But, I mean, a bad game to Mike Bailey was probably still 7.5 out of 10, wasn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. Great, great player. Great, great lad. Great fella. Great fella. And once again, Mike's poorly, yeah. as it's obviously been, been very well publicised. And... Another story, Steve, is the UEFA Cup final now um, about the medal. Yes. I mean, we, we've told this story <laughs> on the podcast before, but the reason yes. I'm telling it now is because, Steve, um, there was a, a dinner for you here at the Mount Hotel, yes, actually, to celebrate your career. And uh, I managed to procure a replica medal yes, um, for Steve because yours, sadly, went missing, didn't it, Steve? Yes, we'd, we'd moved to America, Jase, and uh, we got uh, the kids into school. And our Ryan, Ryan, me, me, me son, he, he, he said, Daddy said, uh, can I take um, your UEFA Cup medal to, the, to, to school? To, and it's called Show and Tell. Yeah. Well, you show it and you talk about it and say... And, and bearing in mind, this is your only medal in football, Steve, I believe. Thanks for that, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, joking. We, we won that Daily Express by the Oh, side. sorry, yeah. you still got that one. Yeah. No, I ain't got that one. <laughs> and uh, he come out, I went to pick him up at school. He took this medal to, to, to show and tell. And um, he come out crying. And I said, what's the matter, mate? He went... And this, he must have had this all day with him, you know. Oh, bless him. And I said, what's the matter? He said, uh, somebody's pinched your medal, Dad. And I said, uh, somebody's pinched your medal, my medal. He said, yeah. I said, I'll tell you what, mate. Don't worry about it. Because I played in the game. So yeah. I, I can't take it's in the history away. books. They can't yeah, take that away. I can't take that away, mate. I, says, I said, do you want a McDonald's? He said, yeah, please. Didn't put him off his food then? No. <laughs> And I'm not being funny, Jason. Yes. 
he had triple burger, <laughs> chips, corn on the cob. <laughs> Two ice creams and a diet cap. With apple pie and milkshake. Fourteen dollars. <laughs> so not as I only lost my medal. Because you fourteen dollars. I mean, on a, on a serious note, um, he, he he must have been beside himself. Oh, mustn't mate, he? It, it, it'd been like it, it must have been like that all day, you know. And we we went in and said to the teachers, uh, "Do you know where this medal's gone?" And they said, uh, "No, no, it just just somebody's took it." Oh. And I said, "Well, I can't you, didn't you know before school finished?" And they said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, couldn't you have stopped?" The kids leaving. Yeah. It's just one classroom. Yeah. And I'm in a look in the bags. Yeah. They said we can't do that. Oh my. I said okay, okay, not to worry. But then, at the mount, where we are now, uh, a few weeks ago, you came up and gave me that that medal, replica yeah. medal. And mate, I'll tell you what, it's got pride of place in the house. Oh, Steve. Uh, listen, I managed You're not to... getting a McDonald's, by the way. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> I could do with a triple burger. I mean, look at the size of it. I could do with one. I mean, Steve, it was the least I could do for the for the service you've give to our football club. And what what's it like? Obviously, you still go down to the to the games now and again. Um, what's it like to go back down there and see the the, the quality and style of football we're playing at the minute? Uh, it, it's 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 great. Um, yeah, I think uh, the manager Gary. He's he's got him. I think he's got him singing off the hymn sheet that he wants them to sing off. Yeah. And he's got he's got them all on his side. Uh, bit of a hiccup against Brentford. Off. Yeah. Okay. But he's got them playing well, and he's got them scoring goals, and and they they they're all starting to click, and they it are. looks very very good. It, it really does, and and what a difference the managers made because when he first come in. You know, there was some unkind comments on social media, and I think that some of the Wolves fans, after having the, the former Spanish manager Lopetegui, we mm. thought, oh, is he a big enough name? But it, Steve, he counts for I, nothing. Just look at the job absolutely. he's doing. I don't think the name, it, it matters, you know, what his name is. Absolutely. If he's got the knowledge of the game, which he has, because he kept Bournemouth up, didn't he? Yes. And uh, he's, he's, he's come here, he's got his, he's got his thoughts over, he's got, he's got he over to, to the players how he wants to play. Uh, and he's brought players in in the right positions, and I, I just think he's he's doing great. Oh, he is. Just and we keep it going, mate. You know. And we recently won the the Black Country Derby two 0 at the Hawthorns. Yeah. And uh, for you, Steve, you've played in in those games home and away, and I believe you've scored home and away as well. Yeah. Not many can say that. So for you, Steve, what one was one was past Phil Parks, by the way. Although. Oh, I didn't no, know these. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was an own goal, was it? No, no, but, no, no. So what? What are these games like to play in, Steve? Brilliant, brilliant. They, they are. It, it, what it is, you, you, you come out onto the pitch, beat at Molyneux, beat at the Hawthorns, and you, you, you desperately, desperately, desperately want to win. Yes. And it, it's it, you, you know you, you you're going into tackles that yeah. Now you would be sent off for yeah. Um, but after the game. You'd, you'd, you'd have a beer with, with the lads yeah. their players would all would all meet up and have a beer and uh, it, it was brilliant like Ali Robbie Ali Robbie you know yeah. and Statham Derek Statham great great lads I was with Derek the other day actually in Spain and uh, he, what a legend he was for West Brom by brilliant. the way brilliant I, I think he should have played a lot more for England mate absolutely think, three think, caps did he get for England I think so something like that something yeah like that. around that figure James but Mate, he was brilliant. Great left foot. And you say about Ali Rob, Ali Rob, 
great story about Ali Rob. I think he was at West Brom for about 40 years, 600 odd games, didn't yeah. win a trophy, comes to Wolves, wins wins the Sherpa Van Trophy, Absolutely. Division 4, Division 3. But that must be massive as well to, to cross the divide. I mean, Steve, put it back to the late 70s when obviously you went to Man City. What if it was West Brom and they'd have put that bid in? Would you have gone to West Brom? They, they tried to sign me. Oh, did they? Yeah. Ronnie Allen was the manager. Who was the former Wolves? That's right, yeah. Yes. I was, I was um, back here from the States, from Seattle. I didn't know this. On holiday. And uh, we were staying at Lynn's Mans and uh, phone rings and it was Ronnie Allen. Yeah. And uh, he says, Steve, I've, I've spoke to Alan Hinton, the manager at Seattle. And he says, with you being over here, he's, he's giving you the opportunity to, to, to move if you want to. I said, okay. I said, well, to be honest with you, I'm here on holiday, so and I've still got two years left on my contract. He said, yeah, Alan said that. So we, he said, I'd like to meet up with you and, and try and sell the club to you and, and so that you join us. Yeah. And um, I said, okay, I'll, I'll come and meet you. And I went and had a chat with him. And... Uh, I'd not heard anything from him from two or three days, so I rang him and I thought, I'm just phoning to see what's going on, mate. You know, are you interested in me coming to, the, to West Brom? And he said, yeah, he said, well, I've, I've actually signed somebody. Uh, I said, okay, no worries. He said, I've signed uh, Andy King from right, yeah. Everton. Yeah. I said, mate, fine, that, that's fine. I just wanted to know because I'm, I'm going back to the States. Yeah. And he went, well, I wish you all the best. I said, well, I wish you all the best. And uh, give my regards to Andy. And, and that was it. Andy, you later joined Wolves. That was the best thing that could have happened, really. You go back to the States, Steve. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Loved it, mate. It was, it was fantastic. We got, I was in the good side as well, to be yeah. fair, Jace. We got big Joe Corrigan in goal. Ray Evans and David Nish were the full-backs. Bruce Riock and Sean Elliott were the two centre-halves. Yeah. Middle of the park was myself, Alan Hudson and Kenny Hibbert. Up front was Roger Davis and Peter Ward, and on the left wing was Tommy Hodge. It's not a bad side, is Good it? Side. Good side. And what's it like to play in the Because I mean, if you'd have been in West Brom, Brainy Smedic, but then you, you're playing in the sunshine. I mean, there's nothing better, is Absolutely, there? Absolutely, mate. A few beers we, after the game. Yeah, we used to go to Santa Barbara for our pre season training, you know, and it's amazing. Yeah. And and, and because we it was Seattle, we, we got a training ground at Renton. Right. Where the Boeing air plant is. Okay. And, uh, and, and the Boeing air plant, I would say it was probably 45, 50% English people. Yes. So we, There's a lot of expats there. Yeah. So yeah. We, we were getting really good crowds, mate. Really good. We'd probably get 30, 35,000. So Alan Hinton was the manager there? Yeah. Because we've had Alan on the podcast. Great guy. Oh. And what was Alan like to play with? Uh, to pay for, I should say. Well, he used to, <laughs> he used to wanted to train. With the lads. In his white boots? Oh, well, yeah, they're gone. They were long gone. They were grey. And uh, he'd, he'd join in training. And you know his, his reputation for crossing a ball yeah. was pinpoint. Yeah. Oh, pinpoint. yeah. So every training session, we would do crossing. The lads on the, on, the, on the halfway line in the circle would ping it out to the left wing. Yeah. And it'd be him. And he'd, he'd, go, he'd control it. And he'd, he'd put it back into to the box as a cross. And as if he was playing up on the wing. And I said to Roger Davis, I went, Roger, have we got anybody else that can cross the ball? He went, no, not really. <laughs> I said, well, why are we doing it with the coach? 
because he, he, play, he don't it? play in the team. <laughs> he went, I know, but it's better than running into it. So. <laughs> Brilliant. And that, that was it. So yeah, but even Alan, Alan was good. Alan was good. Yeah, we've had, it, we've had Alan on the podcast. And, and finally, Steve, um, obviously we all know about that move to Man City and I said I wouldn't mention it. And da, 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 da. I mean, actually, on a serious note, you are still very welcome at the club, aren't you? Absolutely. To Man City. Absolutely. It, uh, it took a long time, though, Jase, to be fair. I'm not uh, surprised. <laughs> it took 40 years and he's now allowed back in I'll tell you M1. What, I'll tell you what, I, I, took me, I took my son, Ryan, who, who you know. Yes, I know, Ryan. I, I took him to... Good uh, player, actually, wasn't he, Ryan? Yeah, he was a good player. I took him to one of the derbies and we, we, we got out of the taxi at the Etihad at the wrong wrong state, the part of the stadium. We had to go round and, and get into Gary Owen's uh, yes. room there. And um, we're walking round and a fella said, oh, Steve, can I have a photo? And I'm, I'm trying to keep my head down. Oh, oh hello. And, and he, he, he took this photo and Ryan has sat on this bollard. And before I, I, I turned round and I thought, is that Ryan filming this? And he was filming people coming up. And honestly, it surprised me. Within, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds, there must have been 40 or 50 Man City fans. Brilliant. Wanting photographs and autographs and, yeah. and asking me if I would go and do a dinner. And when I finished, I was there for about 15, 20 minutes. And when I finished, I went up to Ryan and I went, what about that then, Paul? He says, Dad... I says, I ain't being funny. I never thought that way. I says, you're the legend here, aren't yeah. you? I said, yes. For all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Absolutely. I am a legend. And I went, I went, I went into Gary, we went into Gary's uh, hospitality suite and uh, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. But the, 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 there's a backstory to the Man City story, isn't there, Steve, where they, they sold all the best players to get you. I mean, it was a massive fee. Yeah. 1.375 million, I believe. One million four hundred and thirty-seven thousand five hundred. No, not that it sticks in my mind. For reason, which and, and there was a an article in a magazine which said the 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 recent equivalent. What year was that? Twenty twenty? Did they uh, something? Twenty fifteen, I think it was. Yeah, Jason, and it was sixty-nine million. So I'm just glad because I could have been an even bigger waste of money, couldn't I? Oh yeah, yeah it doesn't seem that much now, but they did sell. The best players, didn't they? Yeah, uh, Gary Owen, Ace Hartford, Peter Barnes, and Mick Shannon. <laughs> Welcome, Steve Daly. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, it, it, uh, I, I was getting, uh, oh my word, we were walking through the, uh, the shopping centre, me and my wife, me yeah. and, and then the kids, and uh, this, this family's coming towards us, and I thought, and he's looking at me and he's, he's talking to his wife, and he, he, must be, he must be giving me some abuse. And... Uh, and, and I've clocked him and I've, I've just looked at him and uh, he, he put his hand in his pocket and he took some change out and he threw it on the floor and he said, there you are, mate, that's all you're worth. Oh, my God. To be fair, though, Jason, it worked all right, so I made 14 grand that year. <laughs> just walking around the shopping centre. <laughs> he made more money picking up loose change. There's a serious backstory to that, which is that he obviously the abuse she was getting death threats yeah. I mean which yeah. we can laugh about now because yeah. you're still here yeah. there was all threats things yeah. clearly yeah, but on a serious note you must have been shitting yourself and mate it was uh, I was more concerned for the kids really and yes um, it, yeah it was I was getting death threats but I, there's a there's an element of that I would think at every club 
Yeah. And, and to be honest, Jace, I'm not the only one that will get that sort of treatment. No. You know, with the, 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 um, the transfer figures now, Oof. Um, what they're going for, you don't know what the players I think he's now, the player goes for 30 million, Stephen, if he's a flop, no one cares. I know. Because then they're selling, but then they'll get 25 million for him and, yeah. and there'll be a flop somewhere else. But we're going to finish off with a, with a, with a final anecdote. If you'd have listened to your father when you was a young boy, you'd never have played for City, would you, Steve? No, no, because when I lived in Barnsley and I used to go play football with my mates in the park, just before I went out, my dad would say, Oi, where are you going? I said, I'm going to the park to play with my mates, Dad. He always said, make sure you keep away from that main road. <laughs> and I, I never caught on to what it was meaning. So but I got it, it's hit me now. And you know now, brilliant. Well, guys, uh, I'll be on the road with Steve Daly. We are going to be doing some talks, so please look out for them on social media. Um, I do want to say as well, this interview was completely unscripted. We didn't bring any notes or anything with us. Um, And it was just so important to get the message across about Steve's health and how he is now. But he's good now. He's looking well. Steve, thank you for your time on the podcast and have a lovely Valentine's Day. Thank you. Jace, you have a lovely flight. (laughs) Cheers, mate. God bless you. Thanks, Steve. God bless you, mate.